Hey everybody, welcome to Cincinnati Real Producers Podcast, powered by Nextdoor Photos. I'm Patrick Braddock, owner and publisher of Cincinnati Real Producers. And I'm Daniel Ziegler, owner of Nextdoor Photos. Every week, we're getting to know Cincinnati's top realtors. Our goal is to elevate and inspire the real estate community throughout greater Cincinnati. Right. Well, today we have Holly Maloney, the team lead for the Maloney Group, brokered by EXP Realty. Holly is in her 20th year selling real estate, and her career sales volume is over $350 million. In 2023 alone, her team's volume was over $16 million. Holly was named Realtor of the Year in 2019 by the Realtor Alliance of Greater Cincinnati, and she was named a Woman of Influence by Venue Magazine in 2019. Holly has been a Circle of Excellence recipient every year since 2004, and she's a six-time icon agent at EXP. Welcome to the show, Holly Maloney. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. So excited to be here. Absolutely. We're, we're excited to have you. I remember when we first met, it was at your office over on the west side, and it was like a week later, you were the Realtor of the Year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like crap man i just had this conversation <laughs> i was like why can't i was like now i gotta go back there and be like all right we gotta rearrange this article we gotta do all this stuff so i wasn't allowed to tell at that time when i, I met with you how long have you how long have you known before they made that announcement i knew right before christmas and, oh, really? I, and the awards is usually um in the first part of february yeah. so yeah i had to keep it under wraps gosh yeah you could have let that cat out of the bag just once i know that was awesome. Congratulations Thank on all your you. success. Yeah, that that was that was a wonderful surprise and yeah. and just very humbled by receiving that out of 6500 agents at the board. Oh, absolutely. And it's I think it's a testament to not just who, you know, the business that you run, but the person that you are. You know, like there's a lot of people that I've run into over the course of the last 6 years that have had a lot of really great things to say about you. Oh, nice. Not just as a real estate agent, but as a person. You know, so it's like it makes it easy to work with somebody who's very likable like that, you know? So um, it didn't surprise me. I was just a little upset that you didn't you know, share with me when we talked. So. I didn't let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. Well, speaking of the board, I mean, I love how involved you are with the board. And I think that's where we originally yeah, met. Yeah, we probably. met at the board. Yeah. So, I mean, in just this week, I've seen you three times. <laughs> so well, it's, it's one of those things. Real estate has been wonderful for me. It's been a wonderful career. And like I tell my son who's in the business, Andrew, with me, you know, you have to give back. Sure. You have to give back. So I sit on a lot of um, committees. I'm always eager to help. Um, I'm also a coach, a real estate coach as well. Um, I love mentoring new agents because that's what just gets me so excited when I see how well they do. Mm -hmm. um, so I love helping other people in this career that I love. Sure. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, you have like Ruthie, who we featured her as mm -hmm. uh, on the rise agent andrew's been an on the rise agent like you know there's there's a lot of people that you have you know mentored and helped coach throughout the years that just so happen to be featured in <laughs> you know a top producing real estate magazine so uh -huh. Good job on the coaching side Thank too. You. So there's that's a great. common denominator there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I love I love doing. That's what I love to do. So that's fantastic. Well, take us back to so 2004. You got into the business. Mm -hmm. What did life look like before that? Well, my little journey, my story to get here is I worked at um, Fifth Third Bank. Okay. And I always tell everybody I retired the first time um, after Andrew was born. 
and I was a stay-at-home mom all these years, except for a lot of people don't know about this. It's kind of funny. I sold Tupperware. Oh, really? And I was wow. like a top Tupperware agent. I drove a new van every two years, got a new van. Oh, wow. And loved that, loved the people that I worked with. Um, but when my kids went back to grade school, or when they were in grade school, I needed to go back and find a job. And I kept getting them. I kept applying and getting for jobs, and I would freak out. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't justify to anybody when my children are sick. Mm. I have five children. Um, oh. I, I was blessed to be able to stay home all those years. And I just didn't want to give up the things that I did. Sure. Um, and I and I talked all about this in my speech um, in 2019 when I was Realtor of the Year, you know, how real estate I was going to get in. My husband's uncle, Charlie Dean at Huff Realty, he's still there. He's the one that said to me, you should you should really think about real estate. So hmm. I thought, oh, I could I could do this and sell one or two houses a year and it'll be fine, it'll be great. Mm -hmm. um, so I did, and, and like my husband will tell you, I don't do anything, just half. Sure. You know, I had to jump all in and I went from, you know, owning my own brokerage and, and you know, starting Huff, owning my own brokerage, but I still had the flexibility to be the room mom. Um, to be the hot lunch, uh, hot lunch lady, to be able to do all the things with my children. And my kids will tell you today, you know, I never, I rarely missed anything with them. I was always at school, but they were always appointments. Right. You know, I never told my clients I couldn't because I had to go to a, a room party, you know, at, at school. It was always, I had an appointment I could go later. And, and my, my clients didn't mind that. You know, I still serve them some weeks I worked way more than 40 hours a week, most, but it was around my schedule and my kids. Right, so yeah. it has been a wonderful career. And that's what I, you know, everybody always says to me, you know, should I get in this? I have kids. I heard you have to work every weekend, every night. Real estate has changed more in the last five years mm -hmm. than it has the whole time I've been doing real estate. So it's a great career for a family, yeah. um, you know, and I never missed out. And I was always home with my kids sick. And, you know, so it's it's been a blessing. Sure. And, you know, that has been my greatest accomplishment with, with my five children. Five kids. Wow. <laughs> my gosh. I have three. How many kids do you have? Three. Okay, we both have three kids. I don't know about you, do, but on a daily basis, I'm drowning. <laughs> five <laughs> kids. Five kids sounds so hard to me. Well, I go. will tell you both. So you each have three. It's the third one that throws you over the edge. Anything after three, it doesn't matter like, because you know you got one or two, and you got two. You got one for each of you. Right. You got the third. It throws you over. Anything after that doesn't matter. It's just organized chaos. That's right. Chaos, Once you're yeah. outnumbered, you're outnumbered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. That's what I've heard, but still terrifies me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So so moving into real estate in those early years. What was your what was your goal like when you the first three to five years getting into real estate like where did you where did you see yourself I know you mentioned the few houses a year mm -hmm. but I, you know based on the person that you are the person that I know and the reputation you have in this city I find it hard to believe that over the course of three to five years you maintained only a few houses a year yeah. you didn't just gradually see <laughs> that, that didn't just go to you know. That the, didn't last. When moon. I started in 2004, I was actually new agent of the year. Wow. Um, I 
like I said, I started Huff Realty. I just love what I did because real estate is a social job. Right. And I had a lot of friends. What what you see with me is what you get. I'm like this in my personal life and my business life. So I was just going to do a couple just to supplement the income while my kids were at school. Um, it went on, you know, when I started 2004, you know, it wasn't like it was in 2020 and 2021 when people got in and you didn't have to do anything. I, in 2004, I barely even knew how to use a computer right. um, and get my email. And, you know, I remember the days that the Blackberries came out. And, mm -hmm. you know, I could tell stories all day long about, you know, relocation. And, you know, I always tell Andrew and, and a lot of the new agents how easy because you got um, you've got your ways on your phones yep. to find oh, where yeah. you're at. I would do house hunting with some of my reload clients from PNG and I would have MapQuest and I would go from house to house mm -hmm. and they would decide and they would be in my car and they would decide that, you know, we could we could pass up this house. And um, I would I would be like, oh, we have to go by there because I can't get to the next house without. So things have changed. So I quickly, like I said, I evolved. Um, the market took a turn um, in 2007, 2008. Floor closures were up, um, short sales. So I muddled my way through my first short sale because I figured if I'm going to stay in this business, I needed to have some more services that mm -hmm. I could do. So I learned how to do a short sale. Um, we did, I had a company with two other agents at Huff and we were three blondes and a short sale. Wow. And we were a national company. Our big hotspot was Florida and Vegas. And wow. we would short sale houses all around the United States for people and for other, and for other brokers um, here in our area. I remember going into, you know, some other offices, you know, not my office and meet with the agent and the agent would be like, here's my partner. And we would take care of the short sale and these agents could list the property and we would take care of everything else. We had a whole big business at that time. And just, you just, you know, in the markets, you just need to adapt right. with what's going on. So I kind of muddled my way through that. Um, and owned my own brokerage. I was a part owner in a brokerage um, and then sold that um, back in 2017. And that's when I landed at EXP over six years ago. Wow. Um, and we'll probably never ever go anywhere Man, else. Six years already at EXP. <laughs> yeah. That is wild. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's funny because when I started down here and I had the announcement, everybody was, you know, because we are in the Midwest. You know, mm -hmm. so things don't happen. And, you know, there were less than 5,000 agents in the whole world when I joined. Mm. And now, fast forward today, there's 95,000 agents. Oh but everybody was congratulating me on opening my own brokerage. Right, because like, they never it's heard not of it. Mine. It's, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I'm just an agent, which I love doing that because it gives me the freedom and the flexibility. Yeah. Well, there was uh, like, I think it was like three years ago, it was just a massive, just, push into exp i feel like there was like a boom in this area mm -hmm. where you saw like um you some larger teams moving like mm -hmm. the hildebrands and then um you know some other people that were you know big big wigs and just the ripple effect of that moving over to exp so you know talk about exp for a minute because there's a lot there's a lot to promote on the business aspect of that i know that we want to talk about you um but like what do you love about that model and what do you 
What do you find to be the most attractive for a real estate agent about that? What I love about the model is I kept hearing about it because I've been a speaker up at Inman in New York um, several years and I kept hearing about it. And it's always when, you know, you hear these brokers popping up and it sounds too good to be true. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I started researching into it and it was my financial advisor that said, this is a no brainer. You know, you're doing what you would do at any company because you can go to any broker and and negotiate a split. Um, At our broker, everybody's on the same split. Um, Even, I think his name is, um, he's on HGTV. He's with EXP. Oh, really? And he's on the same split that I am, Mm -hmm. which is great. Um, So what I love about EXP is because it kind of gives me an exit plan. Not that I'll ever exit because I love what I'll do, um, but a lot of realtors, they don't have any savings. They work from deal to deal, and they are working in well into their 80s to sell the next house because once you build up this legacy and you've built up the, you know, what you do, when you sell your last house, you have no money coming in. Right. With EXP, it's a different model because I get stock. I'm gifted stock. Like you said, Daniel, um, I'm a six-time icon at EXP, wow. been there six years. And basically what that means is I've been gifted $16,000 every year of stock wow. um, just for doing what, I've, what I do. Um, and I get stock on every first transaction and I can buy stock. I also have a revenue share that is a monthly income generator. It's just it's just I have a lot of different revenue streams coming in other than real estate and and it has changed my husband and and our life mm-hmm. and we're able to let Andrew handle a lot more of the business, sure. Andrew and Ruthie, and and go away and do things like that because we have other revenue streams. Well, you don't have that thought in the back of your mind like Will we ever be able to retire if we want? Like the, what's the common saying in real estate? You never, you never retire. You just die. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, you, like you never stop working, but this actually gives you an, an opportunity if you wanted to pass on everything on to Andrew or whoever in mm-hmm. and say, all right, we're going to, we're going to actually enjoy our retirement. You and know, and the that way that to. Glenn Sanford made this model, it's kind of like the best of both worlds. Sure. You know, I get to do what I love in real estate and be, you know, a 1099 employee and an entrepreneurial, but it's also like working at a corporate job and getting benefits. Yeah. Um, so much to where, you know, it's all willable to my children, which wow. is great because the legacy that I built even when I'm gone, we'll be able to be passed on. We've That's got a fantastic. trust set up and it, and it goes to our children. So those were my big decisions. I love all the brokers here in Cincinnati and you know, I, I could have went with anyone, but that was my personal decision okay. and it was best for my family. That's awesome. So you're taking off, the short sales take off, <laughs> you get back into the normal real estate once the market kind of flattens out and, and gets back to its new norm and what, what, 2000, 11 2012 Mm -hmm. and you start to take off from there um at what point did you drag your husband into this business because it's officially a family business now like yeah i know at one point you got so busy like either he or you looked at each other like hey i need help yeah or you need help i have been saying that i need help and it was always luckily tom and i love to be together because you know a lot of couples couldn't work together 20 three hours a day because um, <laughs> we're always together. Sometimes More I just need to drive. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, 
But it was always our desire to work together. So when mm -hmm. our last son graduated from high school, he just it was a perfect timing. He just decided to because he carried all of our insurance and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but now we have insurance three XP again, mm -hmm. another benefit. So um, he officially joined probably around eight years ago, mm -hmm. um, which was wonderful. And then Andrew, his story he he took his classes seven years ago before he even. Oh, wow. um, before 2020, and he was off doing experiential marketing. He did the Blink, um, yeah. Kroger, PNG, and when he got laid off during COVID, he came in and I said, "Why don't you take your test?" Right. So he did, and you know, and and he does very well, and and he, you know, like he says, that's his journey to get, you know, to get there. So sure. it is officially, and and Ruthie actually worked in the the paper marketing printing side right. and she knew my husband so i met ruthie hmm. through my husband that's awesome yeah she's been doing really well too yeah. you guys just have a great you just have a great group of people like a lot of people you know there's there's not one you know there's not one rotted apple in the bunch i just really <laughs> i just really enjoy i just Thank i mean you. Forget about brokerage or anything like that. Just mm -hmm. I just really enjoy your group. Like you guys do everything the right way, um, and it's I mean it's such a great example for people who want to grow a team or an you know a type of group or anything like that. You know it's a great model for you for them to look at you and say, hey, how do we get there? You know so and the fact that you'd be willing to say. Let me show you. You Absolutely. know, like that's what that's what I think is a huge testament to you. So yeah, mm -hmm. so many realtors are very private and they don't like mm -hmm. to share. I will share anything. I'll open up. People call me all the time, and I'll share you know things that I've done, things that worked, things that didn't. Because if mm -hmm. I can, you know, I always tell people if if I tell you to get in the car and go to Florida, you'll get there eventually. But if I give you the roadmap, you're going to get there a lot quicker. That's awesome for sure. Yeah. So I'm curious, you know, when you got in the business, you, um, you know, a lot of what drew you to real estate was the flexibility and the freedom that, you know, allowed you to spend time mm -hmm. with your, your family, your growing family, you know, things look different now, no kids at home. So what I think there's a, you know, still the, the freedom aspect of, you know, being able to travel and mm -hmm. stuff that you're enjoying. Is that your why? Like, what is your why now? What does that look like for you? My why is still the same for when I started. It's my family. Yeah. Um, I love spending time with my family and I love to, to travel. I love being with my friends. Um, I do girls trips, um, things like that is really important. And I love to cook. I love, oh, well, yeah. you know, I love nice. to cook. That's, I'm a good cook. All of my children are very good cooks. And, um, you know, that's my why. My family is my why. I've got a son who lives out of state and we're able to go, you know, every six weeks and go stay with him and his girlfriend and, you know, that, that's awesome. That's the things that make me tick. Yeah. What's your favorite food to cook? Oh, my gosh. Sarah. I like to cook anything. Um, and I don't use recipes. I just kind of. So Ooh, if everybody asks best, me my recipe. So you're, I, actually, you're a good cook. So, right. Yeah. Good. So on, on Tuesday, we're having um, a Fat Tuesday. And I'm making jambalaya at the Ooh, office. Nice. It's yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> that's I'm awesome. Jambalaya. All right. So let's talk. You've got your office over in Sailor mm -hmm. Park. Mm -hmm. Born and raised West Sider or Born and raised yeah. West Sider in Sala Park, fifth generation in wow. Sala Park. What's the what's the main question that everybody asks in Cincinnati? Where'd you go to high school? Where'd you go to high school? <laughs> I went to Western Hills High School. Okay. I was a cheerleader. I met my husband. He went to Elder and you know, Elder and West High at that time did not 
even mix and that was against everything and um we got together and and actually all of our boys went to elder and hmm. um loved the experience there That's and awesome. my daughter my, went to seton yeah my dad's an elder grad oh is he yeah. so is my father-in-law yeah really? grew up on he grew up on the west side we, we didn't live in cincinnati but um we always came down he just take us to the pit oh show yeah. us the pit and oh, uh, yeah. so i played football back in the 60s i was like all right dad all right gotcha. <laughs> Our youngest played football as well, yeah. That's awesome. It's very fun. And that's, you know, trying to find when when you have three little ones, you know, you're so busy. And and I always tell everybody, enjoy those years because one Friday night we're used to going to football and doing everything, all of a sudden it's over and it goes so fast. Yeah. And so, you know, you got to find something else to fill your time. Yeah, (laughs) so true. It is true. And Andrew has shared with me before just his love for Sailor Park. What do you, I mean, you've lived there all your life. I mean, what do you love about Sailor Park? Because there's a lot of people I think in Cincinnati. It's a beautiful little area. It's kind of like it tucked really away. Is. A lot of people yeah. have, may not it have is. made it there. A lot there, of people so. don't know that yeah. it, they don't know that it's there. Um, like I said, I'm fifth generation down in Sailor Park. It's a little hidden gem and I can get to anywhere in about 20 minutes. I can get downtown, I can get to the airport, I can get to Indiana, you know, over Kentucky. So that's why I'm licensed in both states. Um, it's just a very quaint, most people have lived there um, generation to generation. Hmm. A lot of houses sell word of mouth down there. Um, wow. We own the building where our office is in and we own the sale, we lease out the Sailor Park Coffee, which has been, it's been a lot of fun. I'm also the chair of the business district down there. Oh, yeah. So that's been fun seeing that grow and doing things and working with the village council. Um, so we've got a lot of really cool things. So I love to give back to my community and mm-hmm. because I have the time. And you know, like we talked about with the board, you know, these are places where I live, these are places where I work, my profession. And so I'll always help get on a board, you know, and do what I can. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Giving back. It is awesome. Where do you guys see yourselves going like in the next five years? Like what do you what do you want to do with the business? Obviously you've been established for you know twenty years at this point. Um, you know, you have the ability down the road to eventually retire if you want. I, I think it's safe to say that that's definitely not on the forefront anytime <laughs> soon. Um, but like, where do you, I mean, do you see yourself growing, you know, the, the group, the team, um, you know, any expansion thoughts over the next few years or what are you thinking? Um, we have a nice team. I've, I'm not one that once has the desire to grow a huge team. Mm-hmm. I like it small, personal, and manageable. Sure. Um, so, like you said, I will probably never retire because I love what I do. That's great. I would like to um, start handing things off more to be able to coach more, spend more of my time coaching new agents. I love to do that. Um, so I'd like to get more into the the coaching. Um, I travel around with EXP. I'm going to Louisiana to speak at the rally, and um, I have a lot of different speaking engagements um, that I'm getting into more. So that's that's where I would like to go and keep my team and just keep the business growing. We we're one of those teams. I don't buy a lot of leads. Um, yeah. I don't do the Zillow and all of that. I've tried that before. And those people, um, usually on Zillow, they're just looking for a body that's fast that can show a house. I tell new agents, you know, I I do heavy marketing our team to our sphere, to our family and friends, because those are the people that know, love, and trust us. So I like to continue to 
give love to my sphere and my friends because I wouldn't be where I'm at without my family and friends and my clients. Um, our team is 98% all referral based, Damn. which is a lot being said to sell and me personally over 100 houses a year wow. based on that. Um, I'd go on listing appointments, but a lot of times it's just, you know, a past client and they, they're ready to list the house. They know that, you know, I'm going to take care of them. I'm not going to pass them off to somebody else on my team, you know, and they'll never, ever talk to me again. That, you know, sometimes you get such so big and and you don't ever see that that person. Sure, um, I still have a lot of my friends want me to meet with their children and sell their children a house. And I've not got to that point to where I will even pass that on because they have the confidence in me and they want me to, you know, to work with their child. And I don't want to disappoint them. So That's wonderful. I, I love what I do. So it's easy to. Sure. <laughs> well, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you would like to talk about? Um, I don't think so. Like I said, I, I market to my sphere. That's important. You know, I any new agents or anybody that's listening, you know, if you came into the business, there's a lot of agents getting out of the business right now, which is yeah. okay huge with drop me. Off right now, yeah, they're, and they're that's okay with me. Types of people who aren't selling a lot of homes anyway, right. right? That came into the market when you know, but if they're agent that came into the market and you were just the order taker, and you know, you didn't have to find houses, and we had all this stuff with the MLS too yeah. that was you know harder to find houses for people, you know. They're not going to call you. Go back to the basics, mm -hmm. you know, belly to belly. Talk to these clients, call them up. You know, things have gotten really easy with dot loop and um, text messaging and things like that. But sometimes just a phone call, you know, you get, go back to the basics, a letter, you know, mm -hmm. let people know what's going on. Right. Yeah. You know, that that's where this market's headed. And it always comes around and, and goes around in cycles. But, you know, you could do things on the Internet, but people still want that people-to-people -people interaction absolutely yeah so important well on the topic of advice we'd like to ask your advice for buyers and sellers in the market today but before we do um we're very grateful to back-to-back -back ministries whose studio that we're in and so we wanted to give just a quick shout out to them uh, so back-to-back -back ministries is a global nonprofit orphan care organization with their sights set on providing care for today and hope for every tomorrow from Cincinnati, Ohio to Hyderabad, India, staff teams around the world are stepping into hard stories and choosing to stay. To learn more about the work Back to Back does, how you can get involved, and why a global team won't stop until every child is known and loved, visit backtoback.org today. Thank you, Back to Back. Yes, thank you. It's a wonderful studio they let us they let us use, and um, Daniel's got the personal connection by working here for what six years. Yep, about six so, years. Sounds it's, like a good organization. Yeah, it really oh, is. phenomenal. So we appreciate them. Yeah. Uh, so, but with that said, what advice would you offer? I mean, this is this market is so unique, and it's just it's been a roller coaster for years now. But I mean, it, every year seems to have brought a different challenge these yeah. past couple of years. So, what advice would you offer to buyers? And it and changes. So uh, you I mean, know, like probably said, change next month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it changes so much, yeah, and there's the so much going on. And oh yeah, and they're coming back down. Yeah. So you know, when we bought our house, it was nine percent. So and you know, we're all so everybody's so spoiled with the two and the three percent. Mm -hmm. um, and my advice to any seller, any buyer is to get you a real estate agent, get you a full-time real estate agent, somebody that does this all the time, that knows what's going on. Um, 
that just doesn't need a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, you want somebody that's going to inform you. Sometimes, you know, I went on a listing appointment, just for example, really quick. I went on a listing appointment years ago with an older woman, and that's when you never wanted to be the first listing agent because listings sat on the market mm-hmm. and, you know, they would reduce them. So I was the third listing agent that went in and I sat down with this woman and it was, she was an older woman and I asked her, I said, okay, what are we trying to accomplish? What are we trying to accomplish? Well, what she wanted to do was buy a condo in this specific area. She only owed $50,000 on her house. She had a first floor bedroom, um, but it was a Cape Cod. She never went upstairs. But, you know, she didn't want to do yard work or anything. Well, we did the numbers. I ended up not listing it, and she ended up not moving because it was cheaper for her. When I told her the prices of the condo Mm -hmm. that she wanted to buy, she would be paying more than if she would have hired somebody to cut her grass. Mm -hmm. So I found somebody to to take care of the lawn for her that she paid. And she didn't move for like seven years wow. and then called me back. And, and you know, you want somebody that's going to trust, not somebody that just wants to sell your house. Yeah. And she said to me, she said, nobody ever asked me that. Everybody wow. just wanted to sell my house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want to make it right for you. I want and, – and that's how I get my repeat business. You know, I, I'm not going to sell you anything that I wouldn't buy myself or sell my own children. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so get – Get with somebody that knows the market, is a full-time real estate agent that's going to have your best interest in mind, um, that you're going to see, that's going to follow up, that's going to do more than just take pictures, which we use Daniel all the time because, you know, for any, you know, there's a lot of agents that use just their cell phone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, get which somebody. Is crazy. It is crazy. Is and for million-dollar listings, I see. Yeah. Get somebody that's going to represent you is selling your house or a buyer because as a buyer it's free to have buyer res- representation mm-hmm. um and and you don't want to buy somewhere that that if you have to leave in two years you're underwater right, right. so get somebody that's a professional interview agents get a full-time agent get somebody that knows the business yeah I love that story. Um, I mean, you are truly a trusted advisor, which is what all real estate agents should be in that instance, rather than just focusing on what you were brought in to mm-hmm. talk about. It's like, wait, let's get to the root of this and really figure out what is right, the right solution for you. That is amazing customer service. Well, I don't you. think I've heard a story like yeah, that. It's like the epitome of relational over transaction. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, it is. And, and like I said, I want to treat, you know, I always tell people, my biggest complaint in real estate is I need an extra two or three days a week just to do social things with my clients because I get invited to baby showers and first communions yeah, and cool. birthday parties and everything. Yeah. And, you know, it's it all started with my very first client. And I still remember her today. Her name was Wilma Gilbert. And Shout out Wilma. I know. She's passed since then, oh, but um, her so daughters are still around. <laughs> shout out to right. the family. Yeah. And so... She she quilted me, made me a, a beautiful quilt. Aww. And, you know, she told me that I was the only real estate agent that would ever tell her not to sell her house. Mm, that's awesome. Because her daughters were fighting over which way she should use cash-wise. And I'm like, if it's going to tear your family up, don't do it. Don't yeah. So, yeah, it just comes back to you. Know, be be the person that you want your parents or your friends or who you, who you want to work with. That's yeah. awesome. That, seriously, that was amazing. Um Gosh, I feel like I could talk to you all day, but I know it's a it's a very fine balance of 
personal and business. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want to skew one way or the other. If we do, we want to go more personal mm-hmm. um, because that's what your clients want to hear about. You know, they um, clients don't necessarily care about, and that's why I really like the EXP model too. Um, clients don't really care about you know the brokerage or the numbers or anything like that. They care about the person that they're working with. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like you know Holly Maloney could be on. Um, in the moon brokerage, you know, based out of Jupiter. And <laughs> as long as it's Holly Maloney, I'm still working with her, right? You know, right. so it's like. Because that's what real estate, it doesn't matter which broker you're with. You're the yeah. one that services the clients. Mm-hmm. They never meet your broker. Right. Um, you service the clients, you take care of them, and you're you're the business owner. Yeah, right. You're the business owner. That's awesome. and And like I said, it's easy for me to talk all day too, because when you love what you do, it, it, it's easy to, to talk about it. That's awesome. Absolutely. Well, I really, I really appreciate you because you've, you've supported our platform with real producers, obviously supported Daniel. Um, and I just, you know, you're, you're just a, a, a really great mentor, not just to real estate agents, but to anybody in business. So, um, you know, we look up to you from a real producer standpoint, um, and follow your business very closely because it's, um, it's truly what, real estate should be so mm-hmm. thank you for being a leader yeah. in this city uh in this in this area this tri-state and and all of your success is just so well deserved and you're so humble about everything so thank you thank you for being you so oh, we really well, thank appreciate you both you. for yes. what so you do true. i love working with daniel and patrick keep spotlighting because there's a lot of amazing sure. amazing agents around if you keep sending them our way we keep we keep featuring them so you let me you let me know there's a lot of great agents i'm lucky to be amongst working with some of these people that's awesome yeah well thank you for being a part of uh, of our podcast today and um can't wait to see what the future holds thank you yeah me neither all right thanks awesome thanks holly thanks for listening to the cincinnati real producers podcast powered by next door photos we do this every week so be sure to subscribe so you can follow along If you liked our conversation, leave us a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts.